재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 On Monday, we spare a little moment to think about your health and how you might live a better, healthier life within the context of traditional Korean wisdom that's been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. And we have our own traditional Korean medical doctor right here in the house, Yesil Jennifer Lee. Hello, Jennifer. Hello. Good morning. You know... Most of the time we talk about medical symptoms and problems Mm -hmm. uh, that are relatively straightforward. I got a headache. I've got a backache or a stomachache. And that's very clear what's going on, at least Mm -hmm. on the surface of things. But when you feel panic or you feel anxiety, it's much harder to put your finger on what exactly the problem is. Is this a psychological thing? Is Mm -hmm. it a nervous system thing? So that's what we're going to explore today, I think, right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about panic disorder today. All right. Um, It's been a... Well, a very popular disorder, I should say, around Korea and probably in the other countries as you well. You make it sound like it has a lot of fans or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Many celebrities yeah. have been complaining of having panic disorders, mm-hmm. um, which has been an issue around this time of the year. Um, it's not only the panic disorder, but also anxiety and depression that really comes along with panic disorder. Yeah. But the difference with this panic is basically you are panicking and there is this episode of attack where you really can't control this panic, even not only psychologically, but also physically. So there are physical symptoms more common with panic disorder than psychiatric disorder uh, symptoms that you can feel. Now, uh, should I make a distinction between anxiety and panic? Are they two different things or is one panic sort of the outgrowth of generalized anxiety? Well, they are both from stressful events I should say but there are different symptoms from the normal fear anxiety whereas you feel you start to feel panic around you know at certain point where you are having this extreme stress Mm -hmm. my understanding of panic is that it's uh, it's almost like a a loop thing you can't get out of the loop yes I think that's a very accurate expression of explaining what panic is and let me just quickly go through the symptoms of panic disorder um Out of a dozen of main symptoms that we can talk about, only about two or three are psychiatric symptoms like um, intense feeling of dread or fear that you're losing control or you're about to die. But the rest are, are about 10 or more of the symptoms are basically physical. So you have difficulty breathing, you have shortness of breath, you feel your heart is pounding or you feel pain around your chest, you feel dizzy, you start to tremble, you start to sweat. These symptoms are basically physical symptoms that Mm -hmm. you really can't control due to this panic episode. And I think part of this, correct me if I'm wrong, Jennifer, but it goes back to your lizard brain. We use the term lizard brain Mm -hmm. to... Reptilian brain. The reptilian brain. Mm -hmm. It's our autonomic nervous system getting involved in our sort Mm -hmm. of advanced higher processes. Yes. The same processes by which you would run away from a tiger Mm -hmm. or a panther or fight that panther Mm -hmm. are being brought to bear on, (laughs) you know, my report not being complete. Uh, you know what I mean yes I think that's another very accurate point when it comes to fear because every time we talk about fear it's not only this physical feeling that you talk about but more of a physical reaction where you're trying to avoid this stress or or the cause of fear that you're feeling Um, when it comes to this attacks it usually goes around 10 minutes but 
although it's pretty short, they start to have this persistent fear of having future panic attacks. Right. Right. It's Mm self-reinforcing. And 10 minutes is not that short when, you know, you're having trouble breathing. (laughs) Exactly. You try doing it without breathing for 10 minutes. Uh, That's going to be a very scary kind of thing. Basically, it really feels like forever when it comes to you're having, you know, panic attacks all of a sudden. I think people probably panicked back in the Joseon dynasty, too, Mm -hmm. in, in the sort of period of time from which so much of this Korean medical wisdom was derived. So how did um, Korean medical doctors traditionally view panic? Mm. So when it comes to traditional medicine, we try to interpret these concepts and of the current modern uh, phys- phenomenons with this Korean medical perspective and some of the symptoms that we talk about when it comes to this perspective of Korean medicine are palpitation and throbbing that we do have in terms of Korean medical terms medical terms mm. um, and do we do have explanations for these uh, specific symptoms um, that's causing this physical uh symptoms due to uh, different kinds of psychological causes. For example, you're having extreme stress um, and you, all of a sudden you feel this palpitation or fear or throbbing around your chest. Um, there are some phrases that I brought up today um, f- to explain further a bit about this panic disorder that we treat from the concept of Korean medicine. There is this a phrase called frightened heart and fearful gallbladder. Oh, really? Yes. So in this case, basically heart and gallbladder is in charge of different feelings and Mm -hmm. especially gallbladder when this gallbladder suddenly feels very weak that's when you start to feel extreme fear and you're you get surprised very easily that's new to me i Mm -hmm. never realized that when you're in control of your fear your gallbladder is strong um basically this is related to this um different kinds of uh, organs related to different five phases mm. for example fire and water and these basically these uh, certain substances or phases are related to the feelings that you feel because from the perspective of traditional medicine we see that these phases are the movement of chi and this movement of chi is basically what's causing different feelings inside your body now we're getting real nitty gritty. I really like it when we get into this sort of these, these <laughs> concepts. Yes. Okay. So uh, your chi is off balance, as it so often is when you're experiencing something mm-hmm. uh, negative. And you said your heart and your gallbladder are frightened. Mm-hmm. What so, does that mean? So basically, this means uh, I brought up also another phrase that we can talk about related to this gallbladder. Um, they say that fright is yang. And it mm. enters from the outside, whereas fear is yin, and it comes out from the inside. So fright, fright is, is yang. Yes, well, how because what's the difference between fright and fear? fear. So fright has specific cause. So I see. yes, uh-huh. whereas fear, you don't really know what's basically causing okay. this fear. You see the difference, right? So the tiger that you see is yang. The generalized anxiety you feel inside is yin. Yes. Uh, but yang and yin basically doesn't really mean that much when it comes to this because this basically refers to the direction of the cause and the reaction. So, for example, fright is coming from the outside. That's causing the, uh, changes in the inside, whereas fear, you don't really know mm. how and when it's going to occur. It's where, so, it's from the inside that's coming from the to the outside Um, and this fright and fear basically is linked to uh, gallbladder and other organs such as kidney which basically makes the one person to be brave when so when this fright is suddenly um, occurring due to this external cause then your gallbladder is basically well surprised 
and basically panicking, for example. So this gallbladder suddenly gets weak, basically causing one person person to feel constant fear because this time of at this time at this point you don't really know um, that your fear is coming from the inside and be, due to this weakened weakened uh, gallbladder. Okay. Gallbladder and heart. If they are weakened even temporarily, you may experience fear as a result. Mm-hmm. Um, any other uh, sort of causes or conditions that are yes. behind it? Yes. Um, there are two different ascent conditions that I also wanted to mention, which you might be also familiar with due to this long education that we've been having together. <laughs> um, as blood deficiency. So this is something that we call that we talk about when we say that you lack blood, not only in terms of the quantity, but also in terms of the quality. The nutrients and whatnot. Yes. So if it's blood deficiency, you can see that the patient is basically thinner. And this blood deficiency makes your heart overwork, causing this palpitation or throbbing. I see. Yes. Um, another condition is phlegm, which is basically a fluid blocked around your abdomen, uh, basically causing this blocked blocked chi around your abdomen area. And again, just to clarify, when you say phlegm, we're not talking about the literal phlegm, right? No, that you no, cough up. No. Talking about uh, phlegm in sort of the more traditional sense yes. in which you are slowed. Yes, basically phlegm is, no, it's not exactly something that you say your, your whole body is basically phlegm-like. It's, you, it's, it's not like the medieval slow. people in Europe no. would say phlegmatic. No, no. Um, it's basically something that's invisible, but although that's uh, invisible, there is something inside your body that's causing this blocked chi or blood circulation so- okay. somewhere else. Um, so this phlegm basically is this retained fluids accumulating inside your body. In this case, uh, abdominal regions around the gallbladder and kidney. Uh, the, and basically this causes palpitations uh, especially for uh, people who tend to be bigger, basically with more fluids. Mm. Um, so there's different types of uh, causes, for example, phlegm and uh, blood deficiency can also go along together, but they do have specific symptoms related to each of the conditions. For example, if you have phlegm, you basically mo- have more of dizziness or digestive problems, whereas when you have blood deficiency, you tend to have you tend to be a bit thinner and you tend to have headaches or you have um, difficulty breathing. Okay. So, I mean, from what I can read of what you're saying, people who are either weaker Mm-hmm. or perhaps uh, like overweight or something or in bad shape would panic more because their systems are slower, their hearts are weaker, that kind of thing. Um, that's a very, I think that's a very valid point that you bring up right now. Um, but it's not exactly something out from the outside all the time. It's also to, um, also to the, um, well, not only the uh, outside conditions, but also to the inside conditions. Mm. So basically, if you think about a person who's basically very, well, well, very good looking from the outside might be having this problem inside. So of internal mm-hmm. conditions, phlegm, as you put it, blood deficiency, that kind of stuff. So what kind of things do we bring to bear from a traditional medical sense to treat these conditions? So, for example, there are medicine and acupuncture treatment that we can talk about today. Um, mm-hmm. For example, when it comes to medicine, we have to diagnose whether the cause is mainly phlegm or blood deficiency or whether it's caused, caused by this gallbladder problem or this heart problem where mm-hmm. it's overworking. Um, and if it's mainly phlegm, then patient li- is likely to be bigger. 
with symptoms of dizziness and digestive problems that I just mentioned, whereas when it comes to blood deficiency, the patient is likely to be thinner. And there are different conditions that diverge from this blood deficiency according to different patients. For example, do patients have feverish uh, symptoms or do they have more of car sickness or or digestive problems? Okay, that helps you find the center of the problem. Yes. And then what? Um, what So we do prescribe um, herbal medicine. And mm-hmm. we do teach how to take their uh, different kinds of medicines prescribed for this panic attack. There is also acupuncture that we can talk about. Um, mm-hmm. Mainly used for this order, in this case, to relieve tension around the muscles that's used for respiration because they do feel extreme shortness of breath. Well, and one of the things to treat panic in a Western sense is oftentimes like uh, talk therapy. Yes, cognitive uh, behavioral therapy, right. which do exist also in Korean medicine. So we treat fright by making one familiar with the cause by Dongi Bogam. Interesting. So mm-hmm. getting a hold uh, and just becoming aware of what is uh, taking control of you and making you panic can work in a Western setting and in a Korean setting as well. One of these days we're going to have to deconstruct cognitive behavioral therapy in both <laughs> West and East. That would be very interesting. Yes. Getting control of your panic, a Korean medical doctor can give you some help with that. Thank you, Jennifer, for coming in. Thank you. And we're back with more when Koreascape continues in just a moment.